to the realest show on radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. After a couple days off, well, not really a couple days, after a day off yesterday, your boy was under the weather. I had to catch up on my sleep. Believe it or not, uh, saving Jackson and doing radio and selling cars, that's a full-time job between all of it, and I was tired. Thought I thought I might have had COVID, but I actually took a COVID test, and it was negative, so I was just tired. Had sinus infection, apparently. But I'm back, I'm good, I'm 100%, and in the studio with me. Uh, frankly, somebody I never thought I'd have the opportunity to sit down and chat with, uh, considering how I started in this business, is uh, Mr. David L. Archie, Hines County Board of Supervisors. David, how are you doing this morning? Doing great this morning. What about yourself? It's a pleasure being here this morning. Man, thank you for joining it's us. bright and early, though. It is, it is. Man, we got the... We got the uh, People on their way to work instead of on their way home. They're not all mad as hell yet. It's Friday. They're in a good mood. Yeah. So we'll see how it shakes out this morning. David, I got to start with, uh, I know we're going to talk about this Hope Credit Union stuff. We're going to talk about some stuff going on in Hines County. I got to start with a, a public apology to you. Uh, you know, I used to run pretty deep with our, with, with our old boy Polo. And uh, I was right as I was jumping into this whole thing. And, you know, when you only hear one side of something, you, uh, you're, you're not hearing the other side. Absolutely. And I had the wrong opinion of you. And uh, I probably said some things publicly. And I want to apologize. See, I was wrong. Well, thank you, man. Your, your apology is accepted. Um, I've found out, you know, in the last three years or so, I've proven a lot of people uh, actually wrong about what they thought or what they feel about me. You know, of course, everybody uh, have their own opinion in terms of politics even myself. But what I will say to you is that I'm open-minded. I'm optimistic. Um, I try to make a difference here in Hines County government. Um, you know, my background has always been working, challenging the status quo, working for the people. I'm committed to getting that done. And <clears throat> since I've been um, in that seat, it's been a. It's a very difficult seat to be in. Of course, it's the old um, Congressman Benny Thompson's seat, mm-hmm. uh, and you have Republicans, Democrat, Black, White, Rich, Poor, and you got a lot of different people to to you know have to satisfy. But we're going to do the best job that we can. Well, you know, I've sat back and <clears throat> been able to watch and see what you're doing. I've heard you on Kim's show multiple times. I follow you. I follow your buddy. I follow Malcolm. I keep up with what's going on. And I, like, I got, I got to say, I just, I was, I was wrong. And you're doing, you're putting your money where your mouth is, or your time, whatever, however you want to say it. And uh, I do appreciate it because you're out there making a difference. Well, thank you. you. If you had a chance to ride 49 North this morning, as you do, as mm-hmm. you come this way, um, when I came in office, you know, 49 North was it wasn't paved. Correct. Um, they was doing a lot of work on 49 South, and um, I met with um, Transportation Commissioner Willie Simmons. Because my district at the time goes all the way to the Madison County line. Uh, once you get off of 220 and 49, if you go north, it goes all the way to the Madison County line. And um, it was one of my things was to make absolutely sure you had a smooth ride there. Uh, Willie Simmons and I, the Transportation Commission, and I went to lunch one afternoon and we talked about it. And I told him we needed to get that done. And as you can see, both both sides of the highway has been done. Well, when I started doing this radio show, February 1st was two years. I remember that, that first summer, 49 was buckling. I mean, unpassable. 
Absolutely. Like it, it was like ramps creating. And, uh, I mean, they jumped out there. They got that taken care of. They went on to repave the whole thing. And uh, it's nice. It's, it's for somebody that comes up and down it from here to Jackson or to, to 220 every day. Uh, it, it's nice. So we definitely appreciate that. We want to be able to um, not only when you hit 49 North and or, or when you go back south, uh, most people have to exit at uh, 220 and get on 220 North or South to go around the town. But I want a smooth ride all the way um, to the University Hospital, back to I-55. That's my goal. Um, all of that is in my district. Um, that take course, you all the way to Medgar Evers? To, all the way. All the way to uh, yep. It stops. My district stopped at I-55 at the uh, University Hospital. Yeah, fortification there. Yeah, the and, and you actually need that taken care of coming in on, on um, Woodrow right. Wilson. Yeah, Woodrow it's Wilson. Terrible. Fortification. It's been Woodrow terrible, terrible for years. And with the ambulances and stuff, you th- you would think that it would get some kind of priority. I mean, imagine having being back there. I had my colon ruptured, co- colon ruptured about five, six years ago. Broken half. You know, I'm just thinking about that ride there while I'm broken half internally. If we'd hit a pothole. Then I think about when I was leaving the hospital, all stitched back together with a colostomy bag and all this stuff. And if we had hit a pothole and all my insides ended up in that colostomy bag. Absolutely. You know, and it sounds, I'm using that as a, as a crazy example here, but it's a very realistic example. It, 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 some, a pothole could literally kill somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but, but you know what? You know, in government, I'm, I'm just finding that. They're wasting so much time, so much energy. You know, just get something done. I mean, just pick and choose from what it is that you want to get done, focus on it, and finish it, you know, and then move on to something else. You know, being all over the place is one thing, but I would like to complete projects, uh, focus on it. Uh, If Citizens and constituents have... Uh, been complaining for years. Nobody came alone. I mean, you. I can name several projects that I've already done in these three years. Presidential Hills, you know, for a long time, they had a lot of flooding. And I question it. Why haven't, you know, the mayor, um, the city council people, the, the uh, former supervisor and people before me, why haven't they gone out and tried to find flooding and erosion money for the Presidential Hills neighborhood? Uh, to this day, um, I can say that I've gone out and got $5.5 million totally. Uh, we started off with 750000 Then we was able to get $4 million. Now we took the seven fifty, and the state is going to us, give us matching funds. Now we got uh, $550,000, million and $500,000 in order to fix and solve the problem. And I'm not going to leave there until it is taken care of and, and done. That's quality of life stuff, as I call it. Like, that, like that, That's just the simple, basic things that you need to have a functioning society. I need, I need my neighborhoods not to flood. I need my water to work. And I need my police to be within reach. I mean, just, and I need my roads passable. You know, if we can do those things, a, a lot of the other stuff can take care of itself. You got to have committed uh, elected officials mm-hmm. that don't mind working the extra hours because you know when you're going into the position that there's a lot of work here in Jackson, just to name a few, you know, water, infrastructure, garbage, crime, um, illegal dumping, laudering. 
Uh, What's that mental hill, hill, hill to road, hill to drive, whatever that's turned into the uh, the de facto city dump. Absolutely, you know, he, um, Ill, um, um, homelessness, folks with mental ill issues, as well as drug problems. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to say something. I, I want to give you props on something too. You you fell on a sword a couple of years ago that I've been thought I was the only one falling on, and I got to tell you thank you because it, it's very unpopular. And that was trying to, just trying to clean up these vagrants, get, get these vagrants away from the red lights. And I know the UC, ACLU and the mayor and all of them made a big old stink about it. All but, of them. But you and your people got in your vehicles, and y'all went out there and tried to get these vagrants away from the dang, dang red lights. It, it's bad for business. Absolutely. People don't, people don't want to get accosted every time they stop at a red light at Lakeland. Uh, right there, what's that? Lakeland and 55 across from St. Dominic's there. County Line Road. There's a reason County Line's dying. You know, folks. Dying. I mean, dying, dying. There's, folks don't want to be accosted by these vagrants. This is the, these, th- those aren't even the people with the mental illnesses. Those are people who are hustling. This just, I mean, like it's a job every day. I've thought about leaving here multiple times and going to just posting up to be a pain in their ass. Yeah. Now, um, what I did do is a month or so ago, I was in Washington, D.C., and I had an opportunity to meet with the Secretary of Health and Human Services. And with Health and Human Services, of course, that take care a lot of the situation. You know, we need facilities. You know, the goal was, and and let me just remind you of uh, nearly two years ago, I made the proposal to get a misdemeanor holding facility. Um, We thought about doing it at the Metro Center as well as the military building down on State Street. I want to talk about that, too. Right. And and so, you know, it's going to be a 72-hour holding facilities where JPD, now Capitol Police, Hines County Sheriff Department, they can all make a lot of misdemeanor arrests, right? Because not sending people through the process, they're going to continue to do what they're doing. Nobody want to go to jail. Nobody want to have to post a bond. Nobody want to have to come back to court, right? So they continue to go and do the same thing. And I got voted down um, at the uh, Metro Center. Um, and then the military building, it was going to cost a little over a million dollars to get that facility up and running for a holding facility. I had traveled to look at some barracks um, at other um, de- uh, sheriff departments and holding facilities. And we was going to make it really simple um, where we didn't have to spend a lot of money but have a place that where we can arrest people. David, I got yeah. arrested one time, and they took me over by the South Jackson Hospital and put me in a little holding cell that was put up by chicken wire. <laughs> I mean, so the, the the bar is low. Yeah. I mean, we can have a misdemeanor holding facility. But you know what? That was the last I ended up When they got me out to Hines County, I stayed out there three days. It was just for being drunk, fighting, being a fool. Yeah. You know? But I was out there for three days. They wouldn't let me bond out. I, I, I had They had reached their – their patients had been tested with Clay Edwards. This was back mid-2000s. And uh, that three days, you said 72 hours, that three days, mm-hmm. that changed my life. I realized at that moment, I didn't want to do this no more. You know, and if, if, I, if I'm just one person, if I can, if three days can have me coming out of there, um, never want to eat a bologna sandwich again. Going through the process. Going through the process. How many other Absolutely. people can it, can it salvage? I could not. And, and this is the problem. And, and, and I've woken people up. I think they're awake. Um you know, with the Hines County Board of Supervisors. Never had as much attention that it is getting now. It is only because um, there are board members want you to sit there and go along to get along with their foolishness. Know good and well that um, 
um, taxpayers and constituents and citizens' tax dollars are not coming back to the community. Uh, we got all of these issues and all these problems to fix, and they go out and create and find stuff to do with your tax dollars when you can just repair and fix the stuff that you already have. I mean, it is just that simple. But they are not, um, they don't want to go along with uh, fixing what needs to be fixed and then moving to the next level. Well, I mean, we got to take a break, but on the other side of it, I know we're going to talk about this Hope Credit Union stuff, but you, you mentioned the, the old MEPS building. And you were going to be able to get it turned into a, uh, a holding facility, a seventy-two hour holding Correct. misdemeanor holding facility for a million dollars. How much? Are the, how many millions of dollars are they blowing on it now, turning it into Hines County offices? Um, originally, um, they claimed that they were going to spend three million. Um, now it has gone from three million, and I brought it to you so you can show it. Now it's in writing. Um, if you look right here, it's uh, four point six million, and if you go down to the bottom, um, as the um, over five million. Uh, yeah, it's over five million dollars. Now that's just to remodel the building. Now you got to put new furniture. You got to put new equipment. Um, you got to make it up to par in terms of security and stuff. You're going to probably be looking at somewhere around seven million dollars. Well, that is something that is not needed. Claiming that we're going to use it to put other employees there, and I'm going to break those numbers down to yeah. you and explain to you why we shouldn't do it versus um, that we could have used that place. For a misdemeanor holding facility. Let's talk about that. Uh, I, I'm joined here live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio this morning by Hines County Board of Supervisor member, Mr. David L. Archie. We're doing it this morning. Really excited to have David in the studio. We'll be right back on the other side of this break on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Friday edition of the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Mr. David L. Archie from the Hines County Board of Supervisors. David, what is your title over there? You're co-president? No. um, So actually. um, I just want to make sure I get it right. No, just just a regular supervisor. Well, you, well you're I'm doing more than most. President. I have been uh, vice president of the board before. Yes, um, that is when um, Calhoun and I we we fell out, and it wasn't because of me. Um, it was because I could not go along with some foolishness, and that foolishness is is going in the back room doing back room dealing. Uh, I, you know, I'm not with it. Um, he wanted me to sit there and be quiet, go along and get along, and all the time your tax dollars are going down the drain. And so I decided not to do what he wanted me to do, and this is why we're going to work so hard uh, to send him home this time. Uh, I think that he needs to be in retirement. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I can appreciate when somebody throws a good fit every now and then. I've been known to throw a good fit or two or three. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you when you went to Raising Hell a few months ago and knocked the plastic out and, and beating the hammer, I, I, I get it. I like that. That that turned the corner on really me seeing who David Archie was. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, picking at you about it and stuff. But I'm being serious. I like I like when people get fired up. I like passion. And you can't fake passion. Absolutely. You, you can't. Uh, um, there was so much illegal stuff that was going on, Clay. I'm telling you that they was bringing illegal motions to the floor, um, stuff that um, that you can't even bring to the floor, number one. And then they was trying to vote on it. 
And I'm simply telling them, you know, you, you guys, you know that you can't do this. We couldn't get the, the attorneys to move in and say, look, because of the three votes, you know, they may get fired, right? Because it's all politics. The county administrator, because of three votes, he have to go along with some of the foolishness that 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 is going on, right? Right now, I'm in the minority. Bobcat, Vern, Gavin, and Creedale is in the majority. Supervisor Graham and myself is in the minority. But we could have just sat there and not do nothing. And we could see millions and millions of dollars going down the drain and not fixing anything. And so I made up my mind that I was going to fight for the people. I was going to make absolutely sure uh, those tax dollars get back into the community and fix stuff because that's what you sent us down there for. Well, we talked during the break about this $5 million going over to the old MEPS building there on State Street. And, look, I'm all for revitalizing every abandoned building in Jackson. I would love to see Jackson with 0% um, uh, unoccupied, with 100% occupancy. Maybe that's a better way to say it. And But this don't make no sense, as we were talking about during the break. They, they're trying to sell it because, well, over time we'll save money because we're not paying rent. So we're paying $20,000 a month in rent over blah, blah, blah. It would take 20 years, basically, to get back this $5 million or paid out in rent over the 20 years. Absolutely. With this money, you know, every, everybody can't pay cash for a house. Sometimes you got to take out a mortgage. This money could be so much better used. Send us some money over uh, up in the up in the pay at Hines County for the Hines County deputies. I just the first thing that comes to Absolutely. mind. Make them competitive with Capitol Police. I mean, and, and that's just the first thing. Go fix some potholes. Do all kind of stuff. Why are we throwing five million dollars? Who's who, who's the who's contractor buddy is getting this deal? That's now you said the magic word. They want to go into an old building that is only worth. Uh, half a million dollars or less, mm-hmm. and you're going to throw seven million dollars at a building that is only worth a half a million dollars less. You can't sell me that. Right? That building better be pee popping on a handstand when they get through with it. It could have been better used for not having to go in and remodel it the way that they're talking about. We could have put a million and a half max to make it out of a temporary holding facility, something that is needed here in Hines County. And guess what? We was going in, it was going to be 200 beds because it was going to be set up like army barracks. Mm-hmm. It's a military building. And so you can arrest folks. You can get people off the street. Right now, uh, misdemeanor offenders are not being arrested mostly here in Hines County as well as Jackson. So this is something that was needed. I begged for it. I pleaded for it. And do you know Supervisor Graham supported me on it? Creedell Calhoun, Vern Gavin, and Bobcat McGowan voted totally against it, putting the citizens of Hines County and Jackson at risk when it comes to um, uh, being protected uh, by some of these uh, misdemeanor offenders. People shooting all over this city and county, and you can't arrest them. It doesn't make sense because you don't have the space. How much was it going to cost to do the Metro? Like, Explain that to me. Um, People love to throw that out there. And, and and I've always just been curious. I know it's easy to say. People always say, turn it into a homeless shelter. Do this, do that. I'm like, well, how much does it cost? So, so let me tell you the deal that I had struck with the Metro Center. The uh, I took the engineers. I took our engineer and I took another engineer out to the Metro Center. And we looked at this open space, right? The people that owned the space was going to do the remodeling. They was going to get along from the bank had we done a contract with them. We didn't even have to spend our money to remodel the Was place. that the re- met- Retro Metro folks? Right. What's his name? Uh, it was Socrates, Socrates Leroy Walker, yeah. and uh, 
and Mr. Ketchins. Mm-hmm. They rode with me um, down to Kapai County. I went down there and looked at their jail because they got a very simple jail. And we was going to uh, kind of remodel it the way that Kapai County, they had a Barrett-type jail down there. Um, so when we went out there, they made the agreement that, okay, if y'all do the contract with us, we will remodel the jail for you, right? So that means that we didn't have that up. Um, Build a suit. That's right. Um, up cost expense. All we had to do was get in there. And uh, it was about $2 million, right? But can you imagine how it would have um, we was going to fix the roundabout. They was going to fix the roundabout. They was going to put new light in there. Um, people I mean, you would buy, have I can't come. even get to the crystals and, and Arby's over there. It looks like, like grenades have bombed it out. Absolutely. And and the only thing that I wanted them to do um, to make sure that we had a place to arrest people, we can't arrest people. Right now, Capitol Police, when they arrest people, they take them to Hines County Detention Center. And they go through Hines County Justice Court. Well, the Hines County Board of Supervisors are in charge of Hines County Justice Court. And they're not fit to to accept all of these different court dates at the moment. I mean, we're just piling up, folks. Now we got the Sheriff Department. We got Capitol Police. We got, of course, you know, when you get thrown out of your home or your house or whatever, you got to file with Justice Court. Then you can go down and file peace bonds and all that. I mean, we are working those poor people completely to death. And then another thing, I wanted to give the Justice Court employees a pay raise. The three voted against that. They voted against uh, giving um, the public work employees a pay raise. You can't hardly find people to come to work in the first place. And we did everything that we could to try to get a pay raise. I wanted to give them a $300 a month across the board. That's $3,600 a year. That is very attractive. That would do and help some families. And those guys would have been more than happy to come to work and continue to work for Hines County. Well, you know, people, people talk a lot. I, I, I've owned businesses in Jackson, Hines County for a long time, up until the last few years. And you know, people talk about. I hate going to have to deal with these folks. I hate going to have to deal with these folks. They don't. They act like they don't want to be at work. You change a lot of that when you give folks a pay raise. Absolutely. You know they, that that smile gets a little bit bigger on that face. You know when they feel like they're being appreciated. Can you imagine thirty six hundred dollars? I mean, so my, my a year in, coming back into a household. My cable and internet runs me about three hundred dollars a month. I think most people's probably does. If you got mm-hmm. high speed, it's about two hundred. Plus your cables, about one hundred fifty. Whatever. Let's just round it up to three hundred. That could pay that bill every month. That's one of my big or, or cell phone. You know, I, me and my daughter's cell phone bill is about two hundred fifty dollars a day month through AT and T. Way too much, by the way. But neither here nor there. That could pay that every month. That'd be a big load off. Those poor guys had not had a pay raise in years, and they were screaming. And and what hurt me the most, Bobcat McGowan, the, the supervisor in District Five, he comes from the Public Works Department. And he should have been the first to understand. And he told those guys that he was going to give them a pay raise. And 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 I made the motion to give them a pay raise. Supervisor Graham seconded. And the three again. Sometimes the majority do a lot of harm um, um, to your constituents, the county, as well as employees around the county. Yeah, no, ain't no doubt about it. Uh, let's see here. We, uh, if y'all guys have any questions for David Archie, the Guns of Gear text line this morning, 769-241. 1944. One more time. 769 241 
844 is the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, let me uh, hit this up real quick. They've had a couple questions already. Okay. All right. Love um, to change those questions. Let's see here. Had to hit the reload button. Uh, somebody asked who. Sorry. Just kind of going back through these. That's okay. Take your time. Ask him, ask him who's responsible for the district where Ellis at University Boulevard belongs to. Those roads are rough, the interstate, on-ramps, exits, etc. Bobcat McGowan. Shocker. Uh, I don't know. Matter of fact, if you go back and if you listen to some of the videos and, and, and some of the recording of the Board of Supervisors, he always say, we're doing too much for Jackson. We shouldn't be doing all this for Jackson. Well, we, we're going to work for the entire county. It's, it's our responsibility to take care of the whole entire county. People in Jackson pay more tax, more taxes to than any, uh, you know, properties or homes on the outside of the uh, outside of the city. Right? Everybody knows that inside is a little bit higher than outside. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we want to take care of the whole entire county. No supervisors should ever say what we shouldn't be doing for anybody. We should do. They ought to be saying that let's try to do as much as we can for everybody. You know, a quick little story before we take another break here. <laughs> for three years, I worked on Highway 80 right there uh, across the metro at Watkins Auto Sales, Old East Ford. And, you know, there was the old Toys R Us next door to it. I guess it's a hair place, hair supply mm-hmm. place now. Somebody dumped a toilet right out there on Highway 80. Just set it, and it set it out there perfectly, you know. I It became this running joke on my Save Jackson page. How many days would this toilet stay out here with the city offices right across the street? This, that, and the other. We made a big post about it. People would call the mayor's office, call the city. Finally, about four or five days in, uh, somebody got a hold of somebody in the mayor's office, and they said, tell Clay that it ain't even the city's responsibility. Cleaning up Highway 80 is the Board of Supervisors' responsibility. And, you know, my question is this. How, 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 are people, how are people supposed to know that? Listen, that is absolutely not true. And that's just one example of just just passing the buck. That's that is what. Well, well, this is the problem. Anything that the county is doing inside of this municipality or any other municipality is to assist the municipalities. Yep. That's the way that basically the law is written. We don't have to do anything for any municipality, right? You assist the municipality. It's Jackson's responsibility to clean up Highway 80. Now, what the Hines County Board of Supervisors have done have said that we would spend more effort in taking care of Highway 80, right? Just like Mega Evers Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it It is within this city, within this county. I-55, that's I-55, the interstate. We have employees up and down, public works up and down, I-55, cleaning and picking. We don't have to do that. MDOT should be doing that mostly, right? Right. Uh, but can you imagine uh, all the tax dollars coming in from Northeast Jackson, the Highland Village uh, area that I represent, Woodland Hills and the Fundren? Uh, those people don't want to see trash all up and down the highway. One time it had gotten really, really bad, and I brought it up. Supervisor Graham brought it up, and we got Hines County out there. In the state of Mississippi, Willis Simmons, we we partnership to clean it up. And if you go down through I-55 now, you can see how clean and, and nice that it is. But the bottom line is that this city has made so many excuses 
about what it is that need to be done. Now, it's amazing to me that you can you can go and you can pick and choose what it is that you want to do and try to complete something. Are you going to put infrastructure in rows first? Okay, if if you're going to do that, let's start it and let's finish it. If you're going to put crime first, let's get a plan and let's go after it and shut crime down as much as possible. We know all know that we can't stop crime, but we can at least get the numbers down that where everybody can feel comfortable. If you want to go after um, well, make people cr- that make, make criminals it, feel like there's going to be some consequences and repercussions anyway. Yeah, if you want to go after folks that committing all this illegal dumping, well, get you a task force in a team made up of, of, of the city, the county, the state, or whoever you want to do it with, right? And be serious about locking people up for doing this illegal dumping, right? But then take a million dollars or two and clean up the whole entire county and the whole entire city. And then you can say, okay, we're starting brand new. Now, if you caught out here, there, there's, there's going to be a lot of repercussions. We're going to take you through something. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to set a bond for you. You're going to have to come back to court. Get an attorney, plead your case. We're going to make it hard on you because you have no business destroying and and, and putting out tires and trash and mattresses and and uh, commodes and whatever it is that they throw out. Right? We're going to make it tough on you. I mean, raise these fines up to the point where it starts making folks uncomfortable. The the garbage um, contract with the city, and the reason I'm bringing this up because there's another issue that's going to be hitting the table real soon, uh, Clay. And uh, I think I spoke about it on uh, my show on Wednesday, but I'm going to speak about it today on your show. You know, we we know that we have the garbage contract situation. We know that we have the crime problem. We know that we have the water problem. We know that we have illegal dumping. We know that we have infrastructure. Would you believe now that the city is now going to try to tap into the MLM services here in this city in Hines County, uh, trying to bring our MLM services from somewhere else. Let's mess something else up that ain't broke. They just want to mess something else up. And you will see me on the front page in Washington, D.C., saying, look, why are we continuing to mess up something that is not broken? Yeah. Now, can it be better? Yes. But we're not going to take the risks and the chances like we took with the water. We're not going to take the risks and the chances like we took with the garbage situation and create all this firestone among different government. And so we'll be fighting that with uh, AMR and the other MLM services. Pafford and them. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the Mac Hiker Flowwood Studios by David L. Archie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends out at Battlefield Drag Strip right down there in Collinsville, Mississippi, just 90 minutes east of Jackson. Hey, it's going down tomorrow night. It's a big Saturday test and tune. They got $1,000 added for the small tire grudge shootout, $100 buy-in. Gates open at 5 p.m. The track gets hot at 6. Drivers meeting for the shootout at 8 p.m. So if you're looking for some fun on a Saturday night and you're not going down to the St. Paddy's Day Parade, get over there to Battlefield Drag Strip. It's going to be a big grudge race, test and tune shootout. Only $10 for spectators. Man, you can't beat that. $10 to get in to watch a bunch of grudge racing. That's my favorite, man. We grew up going to Hattiesburg and Battlefield, sit back in the stands. I ain't saying we illegally gambled, but we may have. $5 here, $10 there. 
Man, there ain't a better way to spend a Saturday night. It's going to be nice weather, too. So uh, get out there. Battlefield Drag Strip right there in Collinsville, Mississippi. Uh, about 90 miles, about 90 minutes east of Jackson. You know, man, hour and a half, no red lights. Drive down I-20, get off there at Chunky, I believe, and ride on into Collinsville. Uh, but, you know, don't trust me on the on the uh, maps. Just Google it, Battlefield Drag Strip. Of course, you can find them online at battlefielddrag.com. All right, here in this Matt Kiker Flowood Studios with me, I got David Archie, Hines County Board of Supervisors member, but the man with a plan, getting it done. I wish I had your intro music like Kim Wade does, <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't have access to that 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 plethora of uh, of stuff there. But David. Uh, First of all, let me say this before you go. Yeah, go ahead. You know, Clay, I turn down interviews every day of my life. Um, People are calling me from the news station, radio stations, and, and, uh, you know, I I don't necessarily say I pick and choose, but I just want you to know this is is a big moment for you as well as myself, right? And what I want to do is move forward, reaching across the aisle uh, to make sure that the citizens and the constituents of Hines County it's well taken care of. I don't care if you live in Byron, Clinton, Jackson, wherever you live. It's my goal to bring some of this foolishness in Hines County to the end. Now, what they use is that that I'm acting a fool. Well, I'm not acting a fool. What I'm trying to do is to get the attention of every citizen and every constituent in Hines County and business people to let them know how much been wasted time, energy, and money on all of this craziness that is going on with your tax dollars. I supposed to be the one that is a good steward of your tax dollars. And and I'm going to live up to it. Regardless of what it takes, I'm going to live up to it. Well, I think you've done a good job of bringing attention to it because, you know, it's one the city council catches a lot of flack because they're the city council in Jackson. But the Hines County Board of Supervisors really wields a very big stick when it comes to our money. Absolutely. And, and what's going on is ridiculous. And we're going to have to take a break here in about three minutes and kind of get ready. We'll, we'll really dive into some stuff in an hour or two. But I, last time you were on Kim's show, not last week, but previous to that, on Kim Wade's show, you listen to Kim Wade every uh, Monday through Friday right here on WYAB, 4 to 6 p.m. Um, you brought up, you broke some news on Kim's show about them possibly building a new jail there in that McDowell Road extension, Gallatin Street area on top of the hill over there. What's going on over there with that? Well, I, I will say that they have already, um, you know, started digging. Uh, we got to get a new facility. The Hines County Detention Center in Raymond, just not going to do it, mm-hmm. right? It's a new day. It's a new, it's different kinds of crimes that is being committed. People in and out of jail a lot more than it used to be. The place down in Raymond is just in bad shape. We've repaired and repaired and repaired and repaired, and it just won't get it done. So we need a new, up-to-date, we're going to be able to have a bigger jail, perhaps work lesser employees because of the technology. I'm about to say smart smart jails. It's going to be a smart jail. That's correct. And so it's going to be over by McDowell near the Hines County um, Juvenile Detention Facility. It's going to cost us somewhere in the neighborhood uh, of $100 million dollars. We're not going to spend all that money up front, uh, and we're going to build in, in stages. Uh, the first stage is about uh, 400 people in the jail, and then we're going to move to about 
um, 600, and we're trying to get up to 1,000. So well, we never have this problem again that we're talking about we don't have space. Can we not turn the county farm back into a county farm and get people back out there working and, and, and just and doing what they do? I mean, getting people back in. Put some tents back out there. Can we? So, so what's the, the problem pro- with that? So, let me tell you what the problem was. And so, and, and everybody can tune in to this. We don't have any state inmates anymore, right? And the state inmates are the ones that basically, you know, once you get your time, you want to go to the county farm and do your time. Mm-hmm. And and I'm on my way in the next couple of weeks to speak with the commissioner. And uh, we don't, we can't even get state inmates to clean up here in Hines County because we don't have any. But I'm going to try to work something out. Um, with the uh, commissioner to at least uh, allow our deputies to come and pick up some state inmates from um, Rankin County mm-hmm. to bring them into Hines County to help clean up. So when the riot took place um, a few years ago, what many years ago, I guess about 10 years or so mm-hmm. ago under um, Tyrone Lewis, uh, the state came in and took out all the state inmates. And it's just totally against the law uh, to work folks that are just only being detained um, that has been indicted or uh, waiting to go to court, and they have not gotten sentenced yet. I say, like, I would think you just give, give people an option. You know, like, don't force anybody, but say, hey, would y'all like to get out of the cell today and go do some cleaning? I know Clay Edwards would. But state law won't, won't allow you to do it with, with, with the type of inmates that we have. They, yeah. They've been detained. They've been indicted. Uh, they, they, some of them don't have a bond. Some of them can't afford to get out of jail on the bond. So you can't work those inmates. All right. We had a short segment. Oh, detainees. I won't call them inmates. We'll detainees. call folks that have been sentenced inmates. Gotcha. And, and the ones that have not, uh, uh, taint, uh, detainees. All right. We had a short segment here. We're going to come back with one more short segment. We'll have our top of the hour break. I got, I got David till 9 a.m. this morning. He's doing the whole show with me. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. I'm live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Uh, just uh, real quick, man, we're going to kind of land the plane a little this first hour. I just want to read David some text here, and then we got a whole other hour. We're going to talk about some shenanigans going on over at Hope Credit Union. Get the brooms out. We're calling shenanigans. Uh, but real quick on the Guns of Your text line, Scott says, uh, Mr. Archie was a great guest to give us the four, the real 411 on what's going on. Thank you, Clay, and thank you, Mr. Archie. That's from Scott. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, Steven says, he sounds like he's doing the right thing. Why did Polo hate him so much? Well, uh, you know, I think that played itself out. I, I got to say something, I, and, and I know we ain't going to talk about Polo, but David, I got to tell you, you and Malcolm, there's a picture when they stroll Polo into court, and uh, they're in, in Clinton, and they yeah. and he's wearing the pink, and there's you, and there's Malcolm, and for a certain group of us, that's one of the most satisfying photos I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely, that 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 look on Malcolm's face is uh priceless, and yours too, for that matter. All the hell he put y'all through. Oh man, it was unbelievable, and most of it was was not true. No, all right. We're at our top of the hour break. We'll be back. Got a whole nother hour with Mr. Archie here in the studio on 103.9 WYAB. All right. Welcome back in. It's hour number two of the Clay Edwards Show live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. May look, man, you guys be sure to get out to Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram this weekend, home of the $399 car payment, home of the in and out, in an hour promise. Now, that ain't 
test drive and everything. Now, once you've picked out the vehicle and you sit down and you get to breaking bread and doing paperwork, they're going to get you in and out of there in an hour, assuming there ain't no hiccups along the way. So be sure to check them out. That's Mack Hike of Flowood. Hey, if you need some tires, man, get over there and see them for tires, too. They got buy three, get one free there in their service department. Uh, and look, it's Jeep season. It is officially Jeep season. I think it's going to be 85 degrees tomorrow and sunny. So go get you a Jeep, jump in it, ride down to the parade in the morning, then ride down to Collinsville to the drag strip, take the top off, enjoy it. From Mac Hike of Flowood, you can shop them online, MacHikeCDJRF.com. Everybody wants to know a guy. Now you know a guy. Go see Corey McDonald and the team right there at Mac Hike of Flowood. All right, joined in the Mac Hike of Flowood studios, I got David Archie from Hines County Board of Supervisors. We're talking about uh, a lot of the things and some of the shenanigans going on there in Hines County and what David's trying to prevent and get some things fixed. And David, I got a list of some of your accomplishments here. I'm just going to kind of read through a few of them here. Uh, some of your major accomplishments. Eastside Water Association got them two hundred fifty grand. Built a new Pocahontas Volunteer Fire Station. That's big, man. I, I I'm from Byram, South yeah. Jackson, Byram. Kind of grew up back and forth between the two. So Byram's a volunteer fire city, or was anyway. Now it's a full city. Yeah, we're building a brand new one. Yeah, uh, right, right up here. The people have wanted the insurance to go down for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we got the money to get it done. That, that, that's big. I'm telling you, volunteer fire department's a huge shout out to all of our uh, volunteer firemen out there. Uh, Livingston Road, sixty million dollars for housing and economic development. That's huge. Yeah, we was able to rake that down from the Jackson Medical Mall when I came in. That was a big discussion, but they wanted to do some economic development in that area. Councilman Stokes and I were both against it in the beginning. Councilman Stoke and I was both against it in the beginning, and uh, he was the council person and I was the uh, supervisor. So we had conversation about this project, and we broke it down. We explained it, but there are some things that we needed uh, those builders to do in that area. They agreed to get it done, so Hines County uh, gave them a tax abatement for coming in. Uh, spending uh, $60 million in that area. That's good. Here's another huge one here. Um, I, I'm all about economic development, redevelopment of uh, areas that were popular when I was young, young, young buck running through the streets of Jackson. That's the Meadowbrook and uh, State Street housing retail development. That's the old McRae's building, right? Yes. $70 million development. Now, those are the same guys that are bringing the whole Top Golf development to Ridgeland, too. Absolutely. And uh, I walked that whole area with them, um, and including Eubank Creek. Uh, we're getting money to, to stop the flooding so it doesn't bag back up on their property over there off of Meadowbrook. Um, they wanted and needed a tax abatement to come in, and so we was able to make that happen. You know, um, I made that motion uh, to give them a tax abatement um, to, to do this project, and I got all the supervisors to agree with it. Well, so look, this you know, is there's multiple- development. That's huge. And there's multiple other things on here. I, I, and I'm telling you, the little quality of life, that the money for flooding upgrades, you just mentioned Eubanks Creek, Presidential Hills. I could go on and on and on about that. That 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 is major, major stuff. Illegal dumping in District 2. Um, the things that you felt. Something else I remember. I wanted to give you a shout-out on. Uh, we got side, a little down a rabbit hole in that first hour. When the, when, the, when the floods were coming into Jackson a few months ago, mm-hmm. you and your crew were out there with sandbags, boots on ground. Filling up Absolutely. sandbags. I didn't see another councilman doing that. I ain't saying they didn't. I'm just saying I didn't see nobody else doing it. I saw David Archie doing it. We was, we was out there as many days that was needed. I made sure that uh, those that was working with me was there. And, yes, we, we was able to get it done. Have you noticed County Line Road uh, coming off of 49? Repaved? Yes, sir. Yeah. 
we, yep. we was able to get that done. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about Presidential Hill. But over in Clinton, uh, when I came in, there was three bridges out at the time. Three. Was able to get them up, get them running, um, spend the money over there in order to get it done. And, and the uh, mayor of Clinton and I, when I first came in office, we didn't have a lot of, uh, we wasn't agreeing with each other. Of course, he, he supported uh, my predecessor, and it was cool, no problem. But he said that he was going to give me an opportunity, and I told him, uh, let's work together uh, to complete some things and get it done. And we've been able to do that. So uh, and, you we know, have and, a great and, relationship. And the, you know, we always get, we, we talk about Hines County, we get so sucked into Jackson and Clinton and Byron, but especially Jackson. Jackson sucks a lot of the air out of the room. But uh, down here towards the bottom of the list, uh, some beautification money for Utica, Bolton, Edwards. Again, that is quality of life for small town Mississippi. We we here in Hines County was probably, perhaps was the only three small towns in the state of Mississippi to get uh, beautification money for these towns, small towns that have been left out and locked out. Bolton Edwards and Utica, I was able to uh, get with Congressman Thompson um, and we got together and found this beautification money that was out there in America, not just the state of Mississippi, but out there in America. And we was able to accomplish that. We did the grant, did the application, was able and submitted it, and we got approved for it. And uh, it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, just putting flowers down, uh, painting uh, perhaps City Hall, uh, putting up new signs. They can use that money to pave uh, some roads that leading up to the uh, uh, City Hall or whatnot. Those small towns been left out and locked out for a long time, so we was able to get that done. Three cop cars for the town of Edwards. What? That's big. That's huge. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, the their cars was falling apart, man. And uh, we talked with the mayor there at the time. Uh, mayor Marcus Wallace was there, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just crying out for some cars. I think he was able to get some fire, a fire truck from uh, Vicksburg and. And Hines County, we gave them some of our old cars, and we bought some new cars. And they just was um, the officers was tickled pink, able to have some decent patrol cars. Yeah. David, let's take a call here. Hey, caller, you're on the air with David Archie. Hey, how y'all doing today? We're doing good. How are you? Good. I've been trying to catch David when he's on Kim Way's show, and I haven't been able to do it. And I heard him on there this morning, and I wanted to call a few things out that he's taking credit for that he didn't do. Well, um, now, I'm not saying he didn't hadn't done a lot for Hines County since he's been in office, but the Pocahontas Fire Department um, was already passed when he came into office. He just happened to be the supervisor that delivered the check to the fire department that day. I was there. Um, the Highway 49 roadway, that was all MDOT. No. He keeps saying he spent $50 million on redoing roads. There's no roads that have been redone in District 2 out in the county where he is the supervisor, but he's taking credit for all this stuff. And the the big thing about Presidential Hills, it floods because they keep throwing trash in Bogachita Creek. So there's $750,000 that went to Presidential Hills to fix the flooding. That money should have gone in to clear Bogachita Creek out like it's supposed to be handled by the county to maintain that creek, and they haven't done anything to that creek in 20 years. So I'm trying to figure out where he's saying he's spending all this taxpayer money. Where is it going? Because it's not being spent where he's saying it's being spent. 
I, I tell you what, we, we seem to be having a problem with the headphones here. I can hear, unfortunately, the headphones on the other side of the desk aren't, aren't plugged in. I'll relay that to him, and I will get you that answer. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. My apologies for the headphones over there. That's okay. That's um, okay. The, the caller was basically saying, and he was about 750000 should have gone to Bogachitta Creek. Does that, does that sound familiar to you? What part of the Bogachitta Creek? What are they talking about? I, I'm not sure. Um, but he, now, he, he if they saying, talk, Bogachitta Creek run through Presidential Hills. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we did, we have $750,000. You remember I told you we got the seven fifty, Then we was able to get $4 million. And now we took the seven and fifty. The seven fifty made it into. Uh, we doubled that money from the state, and so that money has not been spent yet. Um, we we've just recently completed the plans. How are we going to fix the retention pond to stop the flooding? How are we going to clean every creek and every ditch, uh, starting uh, from up up near where the Bogotilla Creek begins and end as far as we can go with the money. But Presidential Hills would not be able to fund. Uh, the money went directly and was earmarked for Presidential Hills. And that's part of the Bogotilla uh, Creek there. Gotcha. All right. We're going to, we got one more call here. This is from, I think we got Malcolm on the line here. Hey, Malcolm, uh, David can't hear you, but I, but I can if you want to clear anything up. How you doing? Can you hear me, Clay? Yeah, I can hear you. The last caller absolutely had it wrong. Uh, Miss Gibbs, State Representative Gibbs, she's a judge now. Her and Supervisor David Archie worked together to get that money for those fire departments. Uh, we also got money for the McLean Fire Department, uh, which we hadn't started on that project either. So that was not allocated. It was allocated by Archie and Deborah Gibbs. Now she's a judge, but she's the former representative in the Pocahontas area. And uh, Chief Jeremy Howell could, um, could attest to that because he's the chief. In Pocahontas. And on another note, I want to say that um, that water system thing and the Bogota Chicken thing has been going on for 20 years. And David was the first person to even try to attempt to do anything. Now, everybody run for mayor, go out there and tell those people that they're going to work to get the flood and fixed. But David was the first one that, that went as far as he went. And I went to Washington with him on that trip to try to get those funds. So that's absolutely correct. He's the, I got to give him credit for that. Now, that Highway 49, he said that Willie Simmons is the one that paved that. He didn't say that he paved it. He said he met with Willie, and him and Willie got together and Willie paved it. You remember absolutely. he said that on your show? Yep, yep. So he, he didn't take credit for that. He gave that to Commissioner Willie Simmons. Thank absolutely. you so much. Thank you, Malcolm. And, and, and with Willie, you know, I've called him on several projects. If you go to the town of Edwards, as well as the town of Bolton, all those state highways that goes into those towns, he have done a magnificent job at getting them done. They have not been done for years. But the supervisor must have a relationship with the Transportation Commissioner if you're going to represent those small towns. It's all about relationships. Absolutely. And, and so 49, and I'm telling you, it wouldn't have gotten done had we not had a conversation had we not rode 49 north and then went south and rode, and I, you know, I was just complaining about what was going on in 49 south, which was um, what was needed, and I just said, let's spend some money over on, on this side. And he immediately put together a package, and, and we was able to get it done. It was a beautiful thing, and, and, and I love it. 
Good stuff. Look, let's take a break. Come back. Let's jump into this Hope Credit Union stuff. This okay. is big. This okay. is big. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Matt Kiger Flowood Studios with David L. Archie. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. The slogan of the day. All the time here on the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Matt Kiger Flowood Studios. If you guys are looking for anywhere to eat tonight, man, may I implore you to try Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right out there at Fan and Mart on the Res. Open daily, 4 p.m. they got 12 different specialty pizzas, including my personal favorite, the Pig, Pig, Pig. That is a thing is loaded down with all your favorite pork. Oh, man, it's so good. But hey, they're way more than just a pizza joint. they got pasta, burgers, fries, deep-fried pizza, appetizers, and more. they got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap, just like your favorite New Orleans-style pizza joints right down there on Bourbon Street. And, of course, a full-service bar. And they're open late. It ain't nothing worse than getting the late-night hunger pains and not being able to get anything. Well, Acme Pizza and Daiquiris is cooking up pies till around midnight or so. So check them out. They're available on all the major food delivery apps as well. Or go in, dine in, carry out, or delivery. Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. All right. Joined here in the studio this morning by David Archie with Hines County Board of Supervisors. David, we got some people on the text line that says, why don't you run for mayor? You want to go on to save Jackson. Well, that's, that, that would be a, a difficult task. Uh, you just got to keep doing what you're doing now and make absolutely sure that you do enough that where the people can appreciate your work. Mm-hmm. And uh, then if you decide to move to another seat or to another position, hopefully you can get Everybody support. You know what my goal is really is to turn those that was against the idea of me sitting in the seat. Um, I know coming in, there's a lot of Republicans and some white folks, you know, and I'm going to just put it like that, right? Because, you know, I'm straight up that would just say, no, he's he's not going to work out. Yeah. And man, you wouldn't believe how it has turned out in the working relationship. But it's good to have someone to come in that you don't expect to do uh, a good job or a better job. And then when things began to work out, each of you or the group reach across the aisle. And that's what I've been doing all over. So what I'm saying to the Republicans and the Democrats and people from the poor, rich community, wherever you are, that it's my goal to work with and for everybody. It's not my goal to work for politicians. The citizens and the constituents send us down, send us down there to do a job, right? And sometime you got to raise a little sand, make a little noise in order to make politicians do right. Because I'm going to put them on the spot. I know that they have not been doing right with the taxpayers' dollars. I know uh, that we can have more done in and around our community. Right now, just with the Hines County Board of Supervisors alone, we got $6 million that we don't know where it is over in the city. We got $4 million that went into $3 million to Hope Credit Union, another million dollars in the air. That's $10 million. Then we got uh, $3 million that we're supposed to spend on a building that we shouldn't be renovating. That's $13 million, right? This is good money that ought to be repaving streets, fixing potholes. I can buy five pothole trucks, put one pothole truck in every district and get two men on a truck and they can go out every single day for two years 
and fix potholes all day long. And before you know it, the entire city and county pothole situation is taken care of. But for some reason, Clay, those that are sitting in the seat don't understand simple stuff. That's just simple to understand. Ain't no, kick, ain't no kickbacks and pothole trucks. Uh-oh. <laughs> ain't no campaign contributions and pothole trucks. Wow. That's, that comes from all these, uh, these set-aside contractors and these, uh, these lawyers, these consulting firms. Absolutely. Boy, I tell you what, consulting firm, that's the new hustle, isn't it? Man, hey, it's absolutely amazing. And then when we go into, and that's a good place to start, into a Hope Credit Union. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that some folks saw me on the news or perhaps have seen in um, on social media concerning Hope Credit Union. So this was, the original deal was that we put $3 million in the pot. Hope Credit Union would put uh, $7.5 million in the pot. And we would loan that money to small businesses here in Hines County. And your credit score didn't have to be the best because you was having problems during COVID-19. So they was going to drop the credit score rating. Uh, And then they was going to loan all of this money to um, small businesses, some minorities, other just just be a small business that needed a little help. Yeah. Come to find out, when they send the information to collect their first payment, which was $750,000 and Supervisor Graham and I, we voted against it. Um, I received, and I gave it to you, Clay, so I I gave it and brought it to you in writing, um, the Hope Credit Union page. Oh, yes. Um, You can see up at the top, it's a $3 million. And then um, Credit Enhancement Grants to Eligible Small Business and Nonprofit is $1.5 million. So they loaned out $1.5 million. Of the $3 million. Of the $3 million. Mm-hmm. And then going down to Target, target um, Technical Assistant. Now, what is that? Read to us, uh, Clay, right on the side. To, what to contract is. with other firms and providing targeted technical assistance uh, assistance to businesses. What, what is, that? is that a now, consulting now let firm? Let me read it. Let me see. Do we get the same thing? To contract with other firms and providing targeted, targeted technical assistance to businesses. They charged us $500,000 in order to get that done. And that came out of the $3 million. And, and what is it? That's my question. That's why I'm asking for an out-of-miles accountability chart where I can see where every dime has been spent. They send me this. But they didn't tell me where they spent the money in terms of exactly what they spend the money on. And that is my question. That is what I want to know. And then you go to the next one. It's a community outreach and education. So you uh, 250000 So I'm going to give you a chance to read what they said they're 250000 Now, 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 now this, this reeks of consulting firm. To recruit and educate businesses and referral partners about our program. So, so to tell people you're going to give some money away, we're going to pay you $250,000. $250,000 for you to reach out to folks in the community, and you're going to charge the county $250,000. Well, I could do that. Yeah. I, all I have to do is get find a mic somewhere yeah. and tell the folks that well, money is being loaned, but they want to charge us $250,000. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the big questions again. So now we at what, $750,000? Of the $3 million. We still haven't loaned out, but $1.5 million. 
And then you go down personnel and other direct administration cost, administrative cost, $545,000. And tell us what they do then. That is to support businesses with credit enhancement grants and technical assistance and otherwise administer fees. So basically paying their employees. Absolutely. Uh, To administer the money that we gave to them. Yeah. They're going to charge me and and Hines County citizens and the Board of Supervisors $545,000 to do that. What what kind of, what, I don't even understand, Clay. Are, Are they not already paying their employees? They suppose, and they make the interest on this, right? Absolutely. So they're that's, mm. you know, and so I'm questioning all of this stuff, right? And and the three that approved it on on Monday, when it came before the board, um, we argued and we fussed and we fight, we fought about it. The three of them, after I had the discussion concerning this. They never said one word. Bobcat McGowan, Vern Gavin, and Creedell Calhoun never said one word because they was the ones that voted to give credit, uh, Hope Credit Union the money in the first place. Robert Graham and I voted against it. We never voted for this. We knew it was a bad deal going in. We could smell uh, a rat. I don't know where that rat was hiding. I think it was over in the corner behind an old ragged nasty shoe somewhere, mm-hmm. but you could smell the rat when you got in the room, right? And the But the bottom line is, I knew that it was a bad deal. Supervisor Graham knew. He's been there for a long time. He never seen anything like it. And then look at under indirect costs. And how much money is that? $204,500 for, and I don't necessarily understand what this means, de minimis rate of 10% of total modified direct cost. So what they're going to do is to go in, they're going to charge us $204,000 to uh, modify the rate cost, meaning that if normally they would have charged you a higher percentage mm-hmm. to modify it, they're going to charge you to modify it. They're, the All money you gave cases, them. The money we gave them, $204,000. All of it is foolishness. Every bit of it. And then if you go on down, Clay, come on, let's keep going. So you, so you gave them $3 million to loan $1.5. That's correct. And they're, they're going to make the interest of 10% or higher. You know it's going to be high. Absolutely. On that. And that's APR, too. So if they loan somebody $10,000, that's $1,000 a year over five years. So they're going to make back $15,000 on a $10,000 loan. Learn how APR works, if you don't know. If you go down to the next one, Clay, private leverage. Okay, now we're talking about hope money. Mm-hmm. How much money is that? Seven point five million. Now that's the money that they're supposed to put in the pot mm-hmm. to loan. It's supposed to be a total amount of ten point five million loan to the people. And then what they said they was going to do with that money? Hope hope capital that will fund loans made to Hines County businesses. Hope capital money is seven point five. They're going to put that in the pot, and we're going to loan all this money. So the total program budget was how much? Ten point five million. It did not happen. No. First off, we got so ten point five million to loan out one point five. To loan out one point five, and you charge nearly one point five in order to loan out the one point five yeah. of the three million dollars. But none of your money been loaned out yet. That is the part that I'm questioning. Where is the original $7.5 million 
that Hope Credit Union brought to the table, that sold to the board, that we're going to put $7.5 million in this pot to loan the citizens and the constituents of Hines County and small business people $10.5 million. You know, and, these, and, the, and, the, and these these minority credit unions got given a lot of money post-George Floyd from uh, the Amazon lady, a bunch of other people that were trying to reinvest back into black communities and black banks and to help black-owned businesses and all this stuff. You know, and we talked about it kind of during the break a little bit. It's something I've been on on my show for a long time. Uh, you know, a lot of people get turned off when they see black-owned especially in the white community, because they think you're saying that you don't want white business. But I grew up, my dad owned a store in a black community on Lynch mm-hmm. Street, 40-plus years. And I watched all the foreigners come in and buy up all these properties and this, that, and the other. There's very little investment in black communities by black folks as far as owning businesses in the community. Mm-hmm. Whatever, However that's happened over the years, that's where we are with it. So I always look at black-owned as their way of saying American-owned, community-owned. Mm-hmm. Buy, buy us for us, that type thing. Never bothers me. I, I, I get it. Um, Hope Credit Union here was given a lot of money to help fund that American dream, that black owned, that American owned, however you want to, however you want to slice that up to make you feel better about it. And they seem to be uh, bogarting that money. Well, now it's it's my job as a supervisor and a board member to be a good steward of your tax dollars. If I don't ask the questions, who's going to ask, right? If the citizens are not at the table, if um, uh, the business owners that need this money is not at the table, right? And if Supervisor Graham and I are not at the table, then they get away scot-free. But guess what, Clay? I've made up in my mind that they're not going to continue to take advantage of the citizens of Hines County. I don't care if you're black or white. If you come to those board meetings, you will see me challenging the the black contractors as well as the white contractors, asking the white uh, right questions, making sure that they're going to get the job done and we're not just writing a blank check. Now, I had a conversation with someone that had worked and did business for the city for years. This gentleman told me that he was a part of the minority participation in the city of Jackson and that he never even picked up a shovel, but he was receiving a check. Now, I don't understand that. How is it that you're going to receive a check through minority participation? Uh, all the, the, the general contractor wanted them to do was just to get out of the way because they were slowing the process down. Just come and get your check on 30 days after we receive our money and our paycheck for doing the job, your minority participation piece is going to be your check, and they never picked up a, a shovel. Man, I I was just I just couldn't believe that conversation that I was having uh, having, and so this contractor told me, David Archie, and this is a white guy, general contractor. He said, "Man, you're doing the right thing." He said, just keep fishing and keep challenging and keep asking the right questions and you'll find out where all the corruption is. We know that Mississippi lead the nation in corruption, right? And I'm not saying that I'm going to be the police, but what I'm going to do and make absolutely sure that when it comes before me, check it out. That's my job. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join live in the Mac Hiker Flowwood Studios this morning by David L. Archie. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. 
breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment's going to be brought to you by our friends out at Guns and Gear. Hey, look, man, they got a huge ammo sale going on right now while it lasts. Magtech, 9mm, 115 grain, 1,000 rounds of ammo, two ninety nine, And you get a free 30 cal uh, ammo can to go with it, with that 1,000 rounds of ammo. Two ninety nine for a thousand rounds of nine millimeter Magtech ammo. Right out there at Guns and Gear on Highway fifty one North in Gluckstadt, right next to the all new booze smoke house. Right there on fifty one. You can shop them online. Guns and Gear MS dot com. Hey, David, let's take a call here real quick. I think okay. I got this rigged up where we can make it happen. Hey, right. caller, you're on there. Yes, good morning, guys. Um, my name is Allison Lauderdale, and um, I am running for Hines County Supervisor in District 4. And I called in when Supervisor Archie was on the Kim Wade Show, and so I had to chime in in regards to the Hope Credit Union. When I was privy to what was going on, I called months ago to speak to someone in regards to getting a loan. And they knew nothing about it. I called the Terry branch. I mean, I'm sorry, the Utica branch. They knew nothing about it. So they called. They sent me to the head branch, which I think is on Terry Road. They knew nothing about it. And the they let me speak to a manager. And the manager said, I'm going to need to take your name and number and information. And I'll give you a call back. And so no one knew anything about any type of loan. Now, Kim Wade had mentioned on my call that no white person had ever received any loan that was on the list, I think, that um, Supervisor Archie had provided him. So I personally looked into it to see, is this legit, and called in. And um, so that was my experience with it. So I just wanted to to share that. Well, we sure do appreciate you calling in and letting us know that. We're kind of having some headphone issues here, so I'm going to let the call in, but I'll have Mr. Archie respond to that now. Well, Thank I, you. Am, okay. I am looking at the list. Clay, you see me reading from the list. Yes. And um, the list, it states uh, race and um, ethnical. Uh, it's kind of small to read. Clay said he couldn't hardly read it, but I'm. They don't print this uh, that that bad stuff up in big. No, no, big they they make it hard to read on purpose. Yeah, and so, so it's but we'll just say uh, from the race side of it, there is no Caucasian, Hispanics, or any other race other than blacks to receive this money, and that's fat. And so, th- I wanted small businesses as they sold to us um, to receive this money. It didn't, they didn't come in and say you had to be a black business in order to receive this money. And so I'm challenging them on more than just one issue. There's many issues that I am challenging Hope Credit Union on. And if you, uh, on this coming Monday, they want a payment of $750,000. And, you know, and I'm going to inquire and I'm going to make absolutely sure that the matter get on the floor, that I want an atomized accountability chart of every nickel that has been spent, who they spend it with, um, who received the check, the whole nine yards. We're not going to let them get away with coming in and selling the citizens of Hines County. We're going to loan you $7.5 million of our money with your $3 million. 
and they never put a dime in the basket. If you look up the word pigeon drop, it would explain to you that um, you pursue and persuade people to put in money and you claim that you're going to put in a larger sum of money, but it never happens. And so to me, this is what I feel personally that is happening. And so I just got to be honest about it. Um, these are the things that goes on when you don't have someone that is really concerned about the constituents, the small businesses, and being a good steward of taxpayers' dollars. feels like there should be a go-between here. Should be. You know, like somebody between a, 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 uh, an arbitrator of sorts between the county and the bank here that these loans are some, go through and then they're given to hope. Some, somebody, some accountability, something. Well, you other, know, other than just you. Ever, ever since I've been on that board, these are the issues that we have had. And when they try to railroad the people, when they just try to throw it down the, the, the citizen's throat and nobody is making an objection, you know, Supervisor Graham and I object in different ways. You know, he got the cool style and I got the most of, a more aggressive kind of style. You're like me. Right? You're a bull in a china shop. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to let you know what's going on, and I'm going to explain it to the people why I make my objections. Um, we got a lot of money, but what are we fixing? we supposed to be fixing stuff, right? And the people are suffering out in rural Hines County. They need potholes and roads, um, um, ditches and Covers for their uh, driveways, all kind of stuff need to take place. This is what the money is for. This money is not for these contractors to come in and and overbid uh, in a high, at a higher rate, and then at the end of the day, I don't know what they do after they overbid at a higher rate. But one thing for sure that the citizens are not reaping the benefits. You know, I said this uh, off air a second ago, and I'll just bring it to air. Can we can we stop with this minority contractor foolishness um, in a city that is 80, 90% black on any given day? What is the demographics of Hines County in general? It's about 85. 85% black? Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't the, I mean, if we're just going to be, wouldn't the minorities be the white contractors? It would be. It, it would be in, in an ordinary situation. But they're basing it on who's the owner of the company, not uh, of, of the companies that doing the work, not yeah. the the um, the population. Can of the we do, can it go back to who offers the best price, the best quality for the job? Uh, can, can we get away from this? Just this. What, what does Kim call it? What's the technical minority set aside contractors? I don't know if that's the legal term or just Kim Wade's term or whatever it is. Can we can we do away with this deal and the and the job go to the qualified? the most qualified company that's going to do it for the best bid. I mean, that's the way I was raised I, I, that this worked. I, I agree. Uh, and sometimes the best bid may not be the best quality of work. No doubt about but, it. But you want to make absolutely sure that you're doing both. So I'm like a hands-on supervisor. When somebody come in and get a contract for my district, I may not know them from Adam. They want it. But guess what? I'm going to show out there. I'm going to go out there. And I'm going to pay close attention to the work that is being done. Because at the end of the day, I'm responsible as a supervisor to make sure that this this work was done and it was done right. 
Ain't there some Asian lady over in Atlanta that gets a cut of, a, of this too as part of a minority? I, I've heard that mentioned a couple of times. I may be going left field here. Um, no. They, they, they may be talking about the equipment that is being bought okay. by the county. Got it. Uh, I think that they have some kind of small contract um, where they get a small piece of the pie. Yeah. But they are out there bidding on and finding uh, equipment that is uh, very much cheaper than perhaps we can find around here. Okay. But, but I'm going to just say this. And, and, so I, and I want everybody to understand this. You know, you may not like me. You may not like my style. But you got to have somebody there that are challenging white and black, rich and poor, taking care of all the communities. Now, one of the things that I've found is that sometimes when when it's it's the right person for the job, there's something you may not like about that person. But if that person is good for the job. You need to gather around that person because they don't they don't come along all the time. No, Dave, we got we got to take a break. But okay. I'm gonna say this: if he's willing to come across and sit across from Clay Edwards and talk about these things and have the white black conversation that we like to have around here, the quote unquote tough conversation, you got I got your back. We'll be right back on one of three nine WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary, man. We got about a minute left with David Archie, uh, Malcolm. I know you're on hold. We're gonna have to sit this one out. Thank you for calling back in, though. Um, David, you got about a minute, man. Take us home. Man, listen, it, it's been a lot of fun. I, I just hope that I've been able to have a conversation with the people that really need to know what is going on. And I'm going to be very clear to uh, the citizens of Hines County. You got one opportunity right now, and it's really me. Now, Supervisor Graham is holding on. He's holding on, right? You know, but he's telling me that um, this perhaps may be his last turn. And but he said he's going to hold on, and and so I can help get this thing straightened out. Yep. And he believes in me. He has seen the work that we we get done. Now I'm not I'm not just trying to brag on myself, but what I am saying is that I'm at the table. I see what's going on, Clay. Clay is not right. No. David, I don't want to cut you off. We got to, we got to land it there. Coming up next on Jim Thorne, you got contemporary Christian music legend Glenn Kaiser. I will see y'all Monday morning right back here. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.